0: To the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 107.7 The Beat. Enjoy the ride
1: good morning and happy monday it's the first monday of december december 6th and uh, waking up pretty cold outside looking forward to telling you about the forecast hopefully we can do some more uh, pre for snow dancing uh and and see some flurries in our forecast but we'll talk more about that coming up next i hope you had a great weekend i started the day off going to tread to so i'm feeling pretty chipper and uh, just kind of reminiscing over last Friday's show where I had my dentist, Dr. Mike from Millpoint Dental, come in and be my guest. Um, all of the questions that were sent in from listeners, you guys crushed it. Those questions were fantastic. Some a little bit more on the serious spectrum to uh, more on the silly spectrum. Uh, my friend Molly <laughs> said her question was, why? W-H-Y in all caps. That was just the question she had for the dentist. Why? And then, uh, of course, other ones were asking about how serious flossing really is. And ultimately, flossing is is very important. But I think we all kind of knew that. No, it was a great time having Dr. Mike in from Millpoint Dental. If you um, happen to miss it, I saved it for, um, to the podcast. And you can search Megan in the morning on any of your podcast platforms and kind of follow up from there and learn some fun new things from Dr. Mike at Mill Point Dental. I hope you're waking up feeling great. Like I said before, we're going to take a look at that forecast plus your daily newsbeat next.
0: Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend, Redmond, and online at Thomason.com.
1: Good morning, it's Megan. Oregon Health Authority is drafting a new set of rules to replace the current indoor mask requirement, which expires in February. OHA expects to release the first draft later this month. Also, the unseasonably warm weather and lack of snow could be a money saver for cities, but it's also costing local businesses. The city of Bend hasn't yet dipped into the $1.5 million budgeted to plow snow this winter. Meanwhile, local snow removal businesses are sitting on thousands of dollars in unused capital taking a look at your forecast speaking of unseasonably warm looks like highs today going to be in the upper 40s we do have some uh, a chance of light rain for the next hour or so in bend and it looks like light rain for the next hour or so in sisters as well mostly cloudy however for the remainder of the day today and our overnight lows tonight going to be in the 30s currently in bend 37 34 in prineville and 32 in sisters today's weather is brought to you by the old mill district Tree of Joy is online this year, so go to GreaterBendRotary.com for more info. Also brought to you by 7th Mountain Ice Rink. Ice skating is now open. Google 7th Mountain Ice Rink for information and reserve your skating session. I jumped in with both feet this weekend into the Christmas season. Regardless of it being like unseasonably warm like we, we were just talking about, um, it helped that there were certain events around town that just kind of forced you into believing it's Christmas season because the weather's really not showcasing it whatsoever, even though you know it will eventually. And uh, we're going to look back on this day and be like, why did we push it? But ultimately, uh, I'll tell you all about my weekend coming up next and how much holiday celebrating I actually did. All the Hits 1077 The Beat. So much fun this weekend. Jumped in with both feet into the holiday season, regardless of whatever the weather is doing to us. Um, but Friday night was the tr- Christmas tree lighting downtown Bend. That was a lot of fun. I've always talked about going, but I've never made the effort or maybe I've been out of town. I don't know what what the case. It was so much fun being able to be in that Crow's Feet Commons area and uh, with the, all sorts of people and so many cute kids. And we did the big countdown while they lit up the tree. And so now you will forever, you know, for, for the remainder of the season you'll see that tree and if you look a little bit further then you see the the big tree that's lit up at ben brewing company too so it's very it's getting very festive very fast downtown and then to put the cherry on top it was the christmas parade on saturday which of course, last year, we didn't have any parades. This year, it just felt like we went out with a bang. My goodness, it was so much fun. And there are so many different floats. There were horses, there were fire trucks, there was even a big boat. Um, people were throwing out things, hats and beanies and candy. And again, all the cute kids are just adorable and everybody's like dressed up for the holiday season. Um, but it was, I mean, it was an awesome day. It wasn't too cold, except I think all of us are really excited for some snow in the forecast, which it doesn't really look like it anytime soon. Even my cousin who came over from Grants Pass, um, they came over to do a family trip with some of their friends and the kids were so excited to go sledding. And apparently the gal at REI was like, It's not even worth buying a a snow park pass for Winoga right now. There's no snow. So they're just going to have to make a, a trip back. And I really look forward to it. But I did wrap up the weekend with one more holiday festive thing. And that was going to the Polish Christmas party, the holiday party that Polish put on because one of my best friends works at Polish and um, her husband uh, was out of town. So I went ahead and uh, went as her date and had the best time. Way to go, Polish. You guys really know how to throw a holiday party. It was at the River House. The food was phenomenal. Music was great. I mean, it's a little bit more fun. I'm not going to lie. When you don't know anyone at the holiday party and you get to dress up in the 1920s theme which, as you know, I hosted a Halloween party that was nineteen twenties. So I just dusted that off from a month ago and and uh, went to the fun Christmas party. So thanks to Katie for inviting me to be her guest. And it was lovely to meet everybody at Polish. What a fun company. <laughs> Do I have some fun news for you this Monday morning? Hayden Holmes is just stacking up the list of artists coming to perform at, at the Hayden Holmes Amphitheater for the 2022 season. And today I'm announcing... Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson is coming to the Hayden Homes Amphitheater September 25th. You're right. We have plenty of time to plan for it, but we don't have plenty of time to buy tickets. Tickets go on sale. The local pre-sale is this Thursday, December 9th at 10 a.m. And the public on sale um, is Friday, December 10th at 10 a.m. And so definitely keep that in mind. Ticketmaster.com is the place you want to go. I'll make sure to post all these details to our Facebook page right now so that you have the link ready to go come Thursday when the local presale goes live at 10 a.m. Jack Johnson, Hayden Homes Amphitheater, September 25th. What a great Christmas gift, by the way. If you still don't know what to get that aunt or uncle of yours, get them tickets to go see Jack Johnson. That'll be so much fun.
0: Your news beat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and Bend, Redmond, and online at Thomason.com.
1: Good morning, it's Megan. Senator Ron Wyden is sponsoring a bipartisan bill to remove barriers to outdoor recreation. At a Senate hearing last week, witnesses voiced support for the legislation that aims to streamline permitting, boosting rural economies and jobs. Also, the unseasonably warm weather and lack of snow could be a money saver for cities, but it's also costing local businesses. The city of Bend hasn't dipped into the $1.5 million budgeted to plow snow this winter. Meanwhile, local snow removal businesses are sitting on thousands of dollars in unused capital. Also, a new study says if climate change doesn't slow down, there could be many years without snow in the western U.S. The study also warns the U.S. has already lost 20% of its snowpack since the 1950s. Taking a look at the forecast, speaking of snow, it's true. There's like no snow in the forecast. It's too warm. But we are kind of expecting some uh, light rain throughout central Oregon uh, for the next hour or so. Uh, So in the higher places, you know, maybe down in Sun River, we're crossing our fingers, maybe some snow down in Sun River or maybe even over in Sisters um, because it is pretty darn cold and it is light showers. Let me know if it is snowing out there. But looks like today's high is going to be about 50 degrees, overnight lows tonight in the 30s. Uh, Tomorrow looks like it's going to be very similar to today, highs in the 50s and a chance of rain. Um, overnight lows in the 30s. So there is a slight chance of snow, but it doesn't look like anything too substantial to be able to open up up hoodoo or bachelor anytime soon. We'll keep doing our snow dances. Currently in Vend, it is 42, 35 in Prineville and 33 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by InFocus Eye Care. Give the gift of new and improved vision this year with the most advanced surgical techniques for lasik surgery at InFocus Eye Care. Visit infocus-eyecare.com. We all know that Will Ferrell turned down $29 million to do a sequel of Elf. And if this is the first time you're hearing it, well, we talked about it a few weeks back. And uh, it turns out him and the director, they have created differences. And uh, Will Ferrell just decided that he didn't really want to be a part of it. So he was able to turn down that $29 million. Must be nice. Now, George Clooney, turns out, he can do Will Ferrell one better. It's even more money, and he just turned it down. We'll talk about it next. All the hits, 1077, the beat. So we know that Will Farrell turned down 29 million to do a sequel of Elf. Um, he decided that him and the director create, have creative differences, that Will Farrell uh, would have liked to see Elf go one way, and that director wasn't going to take it that way. So ultimately, Will said, no thank you to nearly $30 million. But in comparison, that's chump change for what George Clooney just decided to say no to. George Clooney recently turned down $35 million, not for a movie, but for a single day's work. See what I mean? He put in the time and the money. This is like a lot more uh, than uh, what what Will Ferrell turned down. $35 million for a single day's work. Now, it was for an airline commercial, but George Clooney had ethical reasons to think twice. So he talked it over with his wife, Amal, who is an international human rights attorney, and they decided against it. George says, quote, it was associated with a country that, although it's an ally, is questionable at times. And so I thought, well, if it takes a minute's sleep away from me, it's not worth it. So you're saying you didn't lose any minutes turning down 35 million for a single day's work. Oh my gosh, these celebrities. Coming up next, I'm welcoming in the studio, Aaron Switzer. He is the publisher of The Source Weekly, and he's he's here to tell me all about Central Oregon Gives, which is a way for you to donate this holiday season to one of the amazing nonprofits. It's like a hub for donating um, and figuring out where your dollars can go this holiday season. I can't wait to uh, visit with Aaron coming up next. He'll explain it even better than this and uh, how you can participate and give to one of our local nonprofits here in Central Oregon this holiday season. Aaron from The Source Weekly coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Welcome to the studio. I have Aaron, who is the publisher of The Source Weekly, who actually just found out, started it 25 years ago. Welcome to the studio. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. But you're not in here to talk oh. about The Source. You're in here to talk about Central Oregon Gives. So can you tell me all about Central Oregon Gives?
2: Yeah, it's a year-end giving program that uh, we started to try to raise awareness about nonprofits. And then it's uh, culminated in this giving platform where now we're able to actually help raise funds for these same nonprofits.
1: Tell me a little bit more. People can donate if I'm not mistaken and they get to choose a nonprofit that it goes to.
2: Yeah, it started as a publication within the paper and it was this compendium of of nonprofits and what they needed. And now it's evolved to being, you know, of course like everything else, it's digital, it's online and, and you can give as little or as much as you want. You can read about the nonprofit, so you can See what really your passion is and and where you want to devote your dollars.
1: Which we have so many incredible nonprofits here. This is a fantastic place for people to go to, like you're saying, kind of as a hub, right? To figure out where they would like to donate their dollars.
2: Exactly. Yeah. You can learn about, there's five different categories. So you can learn about things like the ones that are in the arts or the environment or animal welfare, you know, housing and homelessness. So Tons of information and ways for people to learn more.
1: Now, I also was reading that there are some pretty big perks for those who do donate. Can you tell me more about those?
2: Yeah, what's really great about the program is we have corporate donors like Worthy Brewing will give for a certain week a pint of beer to everybody who donates to the program. Sweet. Or Back Porch Coffee will give you a coffee drink. You can get entered to win raffles like a Fall Raven backpack, Whoa. Uh, stays at certain places like the Oxford. so... It changes week to week, so people can also then choose like, oh, well, I want to give during this week or, oh, I missed that one, but I still can give you know, sure. a week from
1: now on. No, there's a window of time to donate to Central Oregon Gives, right?
2: Exactly, yeah. It launches right after Thanksgiving, and then it runs through the end of the year. So December 31st will be the last day for, for the program now, for where, this year.
1: Where do I go to donate?
2: So it's centraloregongives.com or centraloregongives.org.
1: That's as easy as that. Yeah. And then it's probably a pull down menu of all the different nonprofits and you can go from there.
2: Yeah. You can just start reading and finding out, you know, again, where's your passion and where do you want to put your support?
1: Okay. What was that website? One more time.
2: CentralOregonGives.org.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Aaron, the publisher of the Source Weekly. I'm going to have to have you come back in so we can chat all things about Source Weekly. I would love love that. that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for having me and thanks for helping get the word out about the program.
1: It is the first Monday of the month, and that month is December, if you can believe it or not. I know, the weather, it's, it's different this, this time of year, typically, and uh, this is pretty unseasonably warm, I will say. However, this last weekend felt like December. We celebrated big by going to the tree lighting on Friday night, which was a lot of fun. The countdown is great, so definitely check out that big tree that's all lit up by Crows Feet Commons. And then just down the way is a, the, another big tree that's lit up at Ben Brewing Company. So that's really neat. And then on Saturday before the wind, thank goodness, was the Christmas parade downtown Bend, which was amazing. Many moons ago, I was in the parade and uh, and I haven't seen it since. And so it was really special to be able to make it. And my cousin and his family were in town from Corvallis. And so I said, well, I know you guys are down in Sun River, but come up for the Christmas parade. It's a lot of fun. So we had a great time and I was so impressed with all the floats. And of course, Santa wraps up the parade at the very end, which is very exciting. And all the kids are, gosh, so darn cute. Uh, So it was a really fun weekend. And I even wrapped it up going to a company party. Not even this company party. I got asked as a guest to go to the Polish holiday party at the River House. I know. How lucky am I? A huge thanks to Katie and her husband, Nick, for uh, uh, getting into town late so that I could be the guest of honor at uh, the Polish Holiday Party, which was a blast. The food was phenomenal, and what an awesome company, clearly, to work for. So that was fun to be able to tag along for that. Um, but hopefully, you're waking up feeling great, ready to take on this day. As we, I, w- I was just saying, it's the first Monday of the month. And before too long, we're going to blank. It's going to be Christmas and New Year's and maybe some snow on the ground. We'll see.
0: Your Newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend. Redmond and online at Thomason.com.
1: Good morning, it's Megan. Oregon Health Authority is drafting a new set of rules to replace the current indoor mask requirement, which expires in February. OHA expects to release the first draft later this month. Also, Senator Ron Wyden is sponsoring a bipartisan bill to remove barriers to outdoor recreation. At a Senate hearing last week, witnesses voiced support for the legislation that aims to streamline permitting, boosting rural economies and jobs. And a new study says if climate change doesn't slow down, there could be many years without snow in the western U.S. The study also warns the U.S. has already lost 20 percent of its snowpack since the 1950s. Taking a look at your forecast, speaking of snow and the lack thereof, looks like uh, today is going to be a mostly cloudy day. We do have um, some rain showers expected kind of off and on throughout the morning and even slightly um, throughout the afternoon as well. Our sun is setting at 426, nice and early, and uh, overnight lows tonight going to be in the um, looks like low 30s. So slight chance, maybe if we did a snow dance, uh, certain elevations of cities will get some snow, maybe in Sun River and maybe in uh, Sisters, because tomorrow even is looking very similar, 50 degrees and mostly cloudy. We're expecting rain off and on tomorrow too, but even our overnight lows are staying pretty cold in the low 30s. So we'll see if we can get some snow in the next couple of days, because sure enough, come Tuesday, we'll be back in the mid 50s with a ton of sunshine. Currently in Bend, it is 42 degrees, 36 in Prineville, and 34 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by the Old Mill District. Get a little something for yourself this year when you shop at the Ticket Mill in the Old Mill District. Spend $50 on retail items, and you'll receive a $10 Old Mill District gift card. Love is in the air, and I cannot wait to share with you as we're going to play Matchmaker next. I'm going to Craigslist right now, typing it in. Going to Craigslist Misconnections for playing matchmaker coming up next. Who knows? This could be about you.
0: It's time for your Craigslist Misconnections on 1077 The Beat.
1: So, this one is kind of a far reach, but I'm sympathizing with this guy a little bit. He wrote this incredible post, uh, very detailed. It's like the longest misconnection post that I've read in a long time and he's really shooting for the stars here. So he's in Mount Shasta, and this woman is from Bend, and she was passing through. So the post goes, or it's titled, Indian Restaurant in Mount Shasta. You said you were from Bend. We chatted at the counter. People behind us were talking about space food. You're studying midwifery. I just moved here. You came and sat next to me to drink your chai. You have the most amazing gray eyes. My friends, who I hadn't seen in years, came in and I got distracted. You had to leave and you gave me such a warm goodbye and said, see you around hopefully. I really should have asked you for your number. I'm just so out of practice socially and I dropped the ball. I'll pick it up if you give me another chance. Want to sit by the river and talk about the mysteries of the universe? cross-posting to Siskiyou County just in case. Even if I never see you again, I wish you the most beautiful life. You have great energy. You're going to help a lot of people. I can feel it. I mean, what a post. And the fact that this man is really reaching. He went ahead and wrote this and posted it, obviously, in the same county that he's living in, hopefully thinking that she hasn't left to come back to Bend yet, but posted it to Bend. So if you're just getting back into town from your adventure, wherever you were coming from and you stopped in Mount Shasta at this Indian restaurant, this guy really totally was smitten over you. And I have to sympathize with the fact that he says he's so out of practice socially And that he wants to pick up the ball and give it another shot. Because I think we're all out of practice socially, really, honestly. But I think this is so sweet. So let's play uh, some matchmaker. If you know of anybody who's been traveling, stopped in Shasta, made a great connection along the way. Again, I'm always about that wedding story. And this would be a good one. It's no surprise. Seth Rogen loves marijuana. He talks about it a lot. He's invested a lot of money. And and I'm pretty darn sure he has his own company. Anyhow... Him and his wife were invited to that Adele special uh, that was, you know, that was broadcasted everywhere, and uh, Oprah was big behind it because she did that big interview with with Adele. Well, Seth and his wife were invited to go see that show, see that small concert with, of Adele's, um, and got super high before going in and not realizing what they were getting themselves into. Seth Rogen shares this story uh, on Jimmy Fallon's show last week, and it is so good. I, I had a hard time just cutting... A part of the interview. I wanted to share the whole thing, but it's quite long, so I'll save that one for the Facebook page so you can check it out. But coming up next, here's Seth Rogan's recap of that whole experience. It's so good. All the hits 1077, the beat. So remember that Adele special? How beautiful it was. It was televised everywhere. It was, you know, social media. Lizzo was there, all these incredible celebrities. Ellen DeGeneres, Oprah, of course, did that interview uh, with Adele that was so amazing and beautiful. Well. Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen and his wife were invited to come to this small show of Adele's and little did he know it was going to be televised and be this massive production. And he was hanging out with Jimmy Fallon on Jimmy Fallon's show last week explaining this experience that all he really remembers is getting an invite to go see Adele at a smaller concert, more intimate. And so him and his wife decided to get pretty high there's no secret that Seth Rogen loves marijuana and so they decide to get pretty high and then they show up to the observatory and are realizing that there's there are cranes there's camera crews, there's drones, there's Oprah Winfrey. And uh, he's saying that it's just kind of hitting him how high they really are and that they are at a massive televised event. So he's recapping this story um, with Jimmy Fallon and uh, I'll let him take it away from here. This is him talking about getting them their assigned seating.
3: And so we go up to the desk and they give us our tickets and our seat numbers literally are 1A and 1B. And I'm like, "Oh, no. it doesn't get bigger." Like, that sounds close. Yeah, yeah, it sounds it sounds real close. So, I go we go to 1A and 1B and we're literally we're in the front row. We're in front row center. We're as close as you could fathomably be. I sit down there's like a camera literally just like pointed at my face. Um, do, do you and- know Adele? I've never met it! I don't know! I don't know Adele! And if Adele you're watching this, why did that, ha- why did you do that? <laughs> what? and There was, cause the whole time I'm like, there's so many more famous people than me here who should be sitting where I'm sitting. And I could just like, feel them be insulted that i had such a good seat like i was in front of drake like there's no world where (laughs) i should be in front of Drake. why how is that possible and i could just feel like drake's eyes like drilling into the back of my head like why am i in three r and he's in one a like i was six rows in front of like ellen degeneres and chris jenner like i truly have no i have no idea why they did that and it it
1: was truly Oh, my gosh. I mean, the interview goes on. It is so funny. You're kind of hanging on to every word that Seth is saying because it is hysterical. And I'll make sure to post the whole interview on our Facebook page. You can check it out now. Facebook.com slash 1077 The Beat. It being December 6th, it is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Day because the movie, the original movie, first aired on this day in 1964. So the big question here is, what is your favorite childhood Christmas movie? There's so many good ones. I mean... Home Alone for me seems to really be sticking out in my mind. The Grinch with Jim Carrey was also really good. And even on TikTok, there's this one guy who's dressed up as the Grinch. It looks like he's working at like a Macy's or something. But um, he, I was just enamored by his performance on TikTok and he had like 9 million views. So clearly I'm not the only one, but it's uh, fun to bring these nostalgic movies back and uh, and be able to kind of celebrate because the fact that it's not that cold and we don't have snow on the ground, we can kind of turn... a. Uh, the holiday cheer while uh, putting on some christmas movies this time of year and i did not mean to rhyme that but i did (laughs) so much fun to be able to start the day off at tread tabata it's hard to get up that early but once i'm there I feel so much better because Jackie always has the music just bumping up and she's so lovely. She's always smiling and has such a bubbly personality that even if you're just waking up out of bed, rolling out, um, it's a great way to start your morning because then it just makes you all bubbly and happy for the rest of the day. And it was fun too because in Jackie's class today, um, we we continued the fun of the 12 days of fitness, which today being the sixth, we did six biceps bulging. And I'll tell you what, we did um, a lot of biceps curls with uh, our weights and uh, she has such a good variety of different um, weight movements that every single class is so different and All the instructors are amazing at Tread Tabata. They're so knowledgeable. They're there to help you at any fitness level that you're at. Um, One of my favorite things about Tread Tabata, and this is their motto, it's you can do anything for 20 seconds. And Tabata's style of working out is 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. And the class, 45 minutes, is a mix of treadmill work as well as on the floor with weight work. Um, And I'm so impressed by the all over body workout and cardio experience that I get every single time. Um, It is so much fun. Your first class of Tread Tabata is always free. You're more than welcome to join me and participate in this fun 12 days of fitness. Perfect for December. And uh, thanks so much, Tread Tabata, for being such a great workout class. Coming up next on your daily dose of laughter, a very fun topic. Chris Voth is explaining how online dating works. And I would love to hear from his point of view because I've been on I feel like not all of them, but many of them. I was on Match at a time, Tinder, Bumble, and then uh, ultimately found my boyfriend Thorne on Hinge. And we've been together for like a year and a half now. Things are going great. But I'm a huge proponent to online dating. I think it's a wonderful way to uh, meet people and during the pandemic, it's been weird. You can't really like go out as frequently or maybe it's just not as easy to meet someone out and about. So online dating makes uh, that first initial meet a little bit easier. Um uh, but let's hear what Chris Moth has to say coming up next. It's your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat.
4: Here's, so, a lot of you probably got married uh, long ago or whatever, and you may not know about how the online thing dating goes. Here's, let me give you a snapshot of what it's like generally. It is, first you have to, you have to build a profile. So it's way more work than you think it's going to be. It's like an online class, uh, <laughs> an online creative writing class. And it is a lot of fiction. And so you, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to create... First, got to come up with some sort of catchy headline. Almost every female writes similar things. They write, uh, love to laugh. They want to let you know they like to laugh, which is great. That is great. I just don't know anyone who doesn't love... I mean, who do you know that doesn't love laughing? They're like, oh, I'm not a laughing, guys. Come on. That is... Ugh. Makes me happy on the inside. So, you guys go on ahead. I do like to sneeze, though. So, if you're going to a sneezing club, let me know. I just so okay love laugh great I'm like great I like laughing I also enjoy breathing we got a lot in common you know there's a connection here occasionally blinking we've got something to work with
1: that was your daily dose of laughter on
4: 107.7 The Beat
1: From Taylor Swift, last Christmas, and that Christmas beat is brought to you by Man Mortgage. Something that's really neat about Man Mortgage, they like to honor the heroes in our community. And Man Mortgage has teamed up with the Heroes Homes for Heroes program to cover the cost of the appraisal on your next purchase or refinance. Make sure to call Man Mortgage today to apply for your hero savings. Here's twice with the feels on 1077 The Beat. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Looks like mostly cloudy. Rain showers off and on, and we'll be right around 50 degrees. (sighs) Too warm to be snowing. But I mean, our overnight lows tonight are going to be in the low 30s, so we can always do a little extra snow dance tonight, kind of hoping for some snow, at least up in the Cascades. That would be cool. Um, but it was regardless of the warm weather this weekend it was a pretty festive weekend for me I went to um, the tree lighting downtown on Friday Saturday was the Christmas parade and it was so much fun oh my gosh the floats the creativity um, the Raider Nation float gotta give a shout out to that whole group you guys are so cool and I've also been at a poorhouse when uh, one one football game overlapped into a Raider game and I was wearing a purple Ravens shirt because my boyfriend likes the Ravens I didn't even even know the Ravens existed until I started dating him. So um, I got to say that the, the Raiders crew were very kind to me considering it, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but it was so much fun at the Christmas parade. Of course, Santa Claus was there as well and wrapped up the parade and all the kids were so cute and everybody was dressed up in Santa gear. Um, and then I even went to the Polish holiday Christmas party. How did I get so lucky to go to that? Let me tell you. One of my good friends, Katie, works for Polish, loves it, and uh, her husband wasn't going to be in town in time, and so I got to be the fill-in date. The food was great. The music was awesome. Uh, clearly, Polish is a wonderful place to work for. I wouldn't doubt it, but uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to join in on the holiday party that they had, and uh, I, I sure had a lot of fun. <laughs> Makes it a little bit easier, a little less pressure when I go as the guest, right? But I did get a chance to meet uh, my friend Katie, some of her coworkers that she's talked to me about for years that I feel like I've Known them before. So that was a really fun way to kind of wrap up the weekend. Um, Spent yesterday going to Costco like everybody else (laughs) and checking out all the fun Christmas things that are at Costco right now, like one of those wreaths. I think I got to go back and get one. But anyhow, hopefully you have a great rest of your day. It's the first Monday of December, even though it doesn't really feel like it because of the weather, but eventually snow will come. We'll just keep on dancing and doing that pray for snow thing that we do. Have a really wonderful rest of your Monday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.